0: Episode of My Drunk Movie Theater. I'm Kyle Sutton. I'm Trisha Campbell, and we're being joined by my wife, Crystal. Hi. And Lucy Taylor is back in the house. Hi, Lucy.
1: Hello.
0: Glad to have you. We missed you on our last one because we actually wound up doing some of the uh, LGBT stuff that we wanted to do initially, but that's okay because we're covering Comic Con today. And we're actually, we've got something just special for you, because we're going to talk about uh, them officially announcing that Valkyrie is uh, going to be bisexual. Yes, I'm so happy. Um, Yeah, so, but let's go off with the big thing, because we bought wine for this one. New number one all-time highest grossing film globally. Cheers to Avengers Endgame. (laughs) Finally, No More Avatar. Avatar. So, I was excited. How excited were you? I was so excited. Oh, man. So, they actually announced this at Comic-Con before it was officially done, which I thought was kind of bold. But looking at the numbers, I was going, it's, it's crossing this weekend. It's yeah. crossing this weekend. So, And they knew. I think at the time, they said, we've only got $500,000 to clear before we can officially announce it. Screw it. We're going to go ahead and officially announce it. So, James Cameron had They did the... it
2: in less time.
0: They did. Significantly less time. Significantly less time and against more competition. Mm -hmm. When Avatar came out in December 2009, it had a solid six months before anything major came out, and that was not until Iron Man 2. So congratulations to the MCU guys, uh, the the Russo brothers, all of them. Uh, That is a huge accomplishment, and especially in a pretty busy summer season as it is, because not only were they competing against Other films, like Detective Pikachu, Godzilla, they'd compete against themselves with Disney, with the Aladdin remake, Lion King, all that. So losing screens left and right, and they still pulled it off in three months.
2: Yeah, because we dropped the number of screens we added in. Yeah. Much quicker than, I think, any other Marvel movie that I can remember.
0: Yeah. So, all right. So here's the deal. Normally we release one episode a week. This week, we're actually going to do two. So, if you're listening to this one now, and you don't really give a damn about any of the MCU stuff, go ahead and stop listening. Check out the other episode (laughs) for this week. Um, That's one where we'll be covering more of just uh, the general movie stuff that we normally do, including a Lion King review, uh, and then talking about some of the box office stuff with that. So, all that being said, so, San Diego Comic Con was this weekend as well. Finally, the Phase 4 has been announced. Yes. And it's... It's actually a much shorter slate, but at the same time longer because
1: mm-hmm. they only
0: announced four films for the phase for Phase Four. That's because they're also including the new Disney Plus shows as part of Phase Four. Which means if you want to keep up, you got to watch the shows <laughs> on Disney Plus. Damn you, Disney! Right? So because uh, it's,
2: it's not like the Netflix Marvel yeah. series that,
0: that they just don't agree.
2: really tie in, so you can kind of ignore them and do them at mm-hmm. your own pace. You actually have to watch these.
0: Mm hmm. So, with that being said, so with the with the MCU shows, we're getting WandaVision, which will be the Wanda and Vision series, which is apparently going to be set in the 50s hmm. or right. set across alternate realities. I'm not sure which.
3: It's a dumb name.
0: Just gonna put I, I don't care for <laughs> it either. terrible
2: <It's> <laughs> name for the show.
0: I don't care for it either. But at least it's a little so more creative like than just. 13 year old
2: shipper made it up. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, but apparently that show is actually going to tie into the Doctor Strange sequel, which we'll get into here in a little bit. But we've also, so we've got WandaVision, we've got Loki, which we're finally, Mm -hmm. if you're listening right now and you didn't watch Endgame, shame on you because we're going (laughs) into spoilers today. Sorry, you had your chance. Uh, So... Loki is going to cover what happened to Loki after he stole the the space stone during Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so it's going to be the 2012 Loki. So we're actually going back. So all that character development that's been done since that first Avengers film? It's gone. Gone, it's gone. Out the window. So we'll see what happens there.
3: Be interesting.
0: What are your thoughts? I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. I
3: like Loki. I'm not a Loki stan or whatever, but he is... I think one of the better villains. I think he's interesting. And it'll be fun to see what they do with him. I'm very excited. Okay.
2: Trisha? I'm interested. I'm not like a big Loki fan, but I acknowledge that his his character is interesting. He's a good villain.
0: So yeah. it'd be,
2: it'll be interesting to see what he gets up to.
0: Mm-hmm. Crystal? Loki? Yeah. <laughs> That's all you got? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: It'll be fun to see how he continues to, you know, develop because I feel like he's changed so much over the course of all of the movies, and mm-hmm. you know, he's gone from a really, really, really bad dude to maybe not such
1: a bad dude, right?
0: So. But all that stuff's now wiped out too because this is yeah. again, this is post. Right after the Avengers, yeah. the events of the Avengers, essentially,
1: Yeah.
0: that we're getting back to. Yeah. So, yeah. obviously, probably going to be a lot more mischievous than he has been the last few years. Which would be great, because I think you know, he is the god of mischief. True. So. <laughs> True. Um, I'm not nearly as excited about that, just because I'm kind of over Loki, like... <laughs> I, I will say this about the MCU. Like, they have built him up and actually made it. Because I did not like him at all as a villain in Thor 1. But then what they did with him in Avengers. And then his arc from there was really good. But once they killed him off in Infinity War, I said, okay, cool. We're done with Loki. And then we brought him back. And now I'm going, ah, we just. I don't know. I think it's Tom Hiddleston fatigue. I think it's what it really is. I'm just the man's everywhere now.
4: But he's so good.
0: I know he's good. I'm not arguing sure. that. It's just. Like I said, I'm just done with the character of Loki. But I want to know what happens now. So they've hooked me on that <laughs> premise. So damn them. So, all right. So we've got Loki. We're also getting a Hawkeye series, which mm-hmm. is actually going to introduce a so, new Hawkeye, Kate Bishop. Yes. I'm not nearly as familiar didn't, with Didn't
2: Didn't they say that it's also exploring more of him as Ronan? God, I hope so. Pretty sure I, so I read that. Yeah. We get to see a little more of that. Right.
0: So... But yeah, I'm not as familiar with Kate Bishop.
3: I'm not super familiar mm-hmm. with her. So, but, but more female characters, woo-hoo. which is great. Yeah,
0: because, always good. Yes, it's
3: basically like two girls and they killed one.
0: Right. So, so, <laughs> so we got that one, and then we've got your favorite, which yeah. I, this is one I'm actually excited for: <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier, yes. which sounds kind of like an old, you know, spy movie. You know, which is fitting. For oh, it's going to be
2: the best buddy cop comedy ever. So <laughs> so uh, but there, Because it's Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. And well, they're not the only two coming back.
0: Because we've got... Zemo. We've got Baron Zemo, so uh, Daniel is coming back. And then mm-hmm. Emily Van Camp is back as Sharon Carter. So, finally, we're going to figure <laughs> out this whole thing about Cap kissing his niece. Because yeah. that's what we've established it has to be at this point. So, it's weird. Mm-hmm. But I need answers. That so... Let's let's get into that. Um, one of the things I was talking about, so we're also doing spoilers for Spider-Man Far From Home. So this is something I was discussing with some of the guys at work last night. The possibility of now that, because you've seen Spider-Man Far From Home, Yes. Right? Okay. I saw it opening day. <laughs> okay. Because I deal. was at the lake. So good deal. I, I don't want to spoil it for course. you. Uh, you know, everybody else listening, this is their chance to get out of here. But they brought back J. John James. Yes. And unveiled Spider-Man's secret identity. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, which, of course, hilarity ensues. I feel like that's a perfect like at least one episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier would be them dealing with him having to deal with that.
2: <laughs> we were having this conversation last night that we were like I just can't wait for Falcon and Winter Soldier to find out that his name was was leaked, so especially Bucky be like, "Oh. Oh, everyone knows who you are and they think you're a bad dude. Oh, that must be rough. I don't know what that's like." Oh my God, like
0: that's- yeah, like, just after... seeing him
2: being like, get the F out of here.
0: Right. Just just after the ass weapon that he handed to them both in Civil War, I feel like they just need a little payback, and that'll just be that, just digging at him just a little bit
1: for it. I'm
0: so excited. Yeah. Uh, I want to see that. I don't know if that'll actually happen, but I feel like that'll be a prime opportunity to, to do it. So, especially since we don't know how long it's going to be before the next Spider-Man movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: so, yeah, so that's the the four Disney Plus shows that they're doing. hmm Movie-wise, so we knew Black Widow was coming. We figured it was going to be a prequel. They confirmed that. Yes. That is opening next May. So they've announced that. Um So looks like she's going So I actually read a, a description of the footage that they actually showed. They've only been shooting for a month. Apparently she goes back to Budapest.
2: Yes, I, I finally get to, in Budapest. we finally get to know – about what? the infamous Budapest.
0: Right, which makes me hope that Jeremy Renner makes an appearance in this, but apparently it is set before Infinity War. So know. probably during that time, well, yeah, it would be that during the time between the war. <laughs> I need to know what happened there. Right. Uh, so yeah, so we I just to, thought it's not going to be like a quick little blip and then
4: we're still like, what? I
0: don't <laughs> think so, because in the in the dialogue that they had in that <laughs> footage that, that they showed, she does make the comment about still having red in her ledger and wanting to wipe it out. Yeah. So I feel like we're definitely finding out what happened in Budapest for sure. And if they do flashbacks to show her and like if they just open the movie with her and Hawkeye teamed up in Budapest the first go round, I'd be totally okay with that.
2: I I want to see something with Sebastian Stan because there's that moment from Civil War when they when when Zemo brings him. You know, says the words and brings them back to Winter Soldier. Right, and he's fighting uh, Black Widow, and she goes, "You can at least remember me." Yeah, mm-hmm. like there's, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. He was in Russia. She's Russian. Something there had uh, to have been. There had to have been some interaction there somewhere. My
0: understanding of that was more or less from their confrontation in uh, Winter Soldier. Which could be now. If they decide to go ahead and do that and tie it in, I'm okay with it because it makes sense. Um, you know, with all the spycraft going on in the those features.
2: But she also was the one that told Steve about the Winter Soldier.
0: Yeah,
2: and she was the one that knew all about it. Right.
0: So yeah, no, I'm with you. Like, if they decide to go ahead and go that route and actually have some of her, not necessarily origin, but have some of that tied into it. Be okay with that. Just some sort it of run in. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. What do you think?
4: Crystal. I think it all sounds great. I'm just
3: excited for the movie itself. Is that going to be the first one of the. Of phase phase four? four? Yes. Okay.
0: So it's, yeah, it's. Yes. Uh, it's this spring. First weekend of May. So yeah. when is Phase Four? So Phase Four, so obviously, you know, the MCU has been doing, doing these phases. So, like, the first phase of Marvel movies was Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Incredible Hulk. It, it's kind or, of, and then Captain so, America leading into Avengers
2: long storylines, right? That okay. that
0: are that are told over several different movies. Right. Got
2: it. Yeah. Usually culminating in some sort of Avengers or right. team up,
0: right? Type gotcha. of movie. Okay. So we're yeah. So Phase Two. I just didn't
2: realize they actually
4: had like a. It was
0: named phases. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yep. So yeah. So you had Phase Two, which basically covered from Iron Man Three up to the first Ant Man movie. So it actually goes past yeah. Avengers Age, Age of Ultron.
2: I did say usually.
0: Not yes. Well, no, no, no. Because here, here on these last two, they they've ended with an epilogue story, so yeah. to speak. So, um, and then if you combine phases one through three, that covers the entire Infinity Saga, Infinity War Saga, whatever you want to call it. Um, so everything with Thanos, because I mean, they introduced him in the first Avengers, there again, all the way through. So it's one big arc. Which they said they're not doing that again, anytime soon. It's just going to be more of the mini arcs, which is fine.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but as we saw at the end of Spider-Man Far From Home, the very end, the, uh, the Nick Fury reveal, that he's actually a Skrull, um, <laughs> and then the real Nick Fury is actually on a scroll ship. My question is, are they doing Secret Wars, Secret Invasion? Are they doing something where the scrolls will wind up, or some of them will wind up being bad guys, some of them good guys? Like, and that's... Something I didn't really cover at Comic Con this weekend, mm-hmm. and I was a little disappointed. But I'm sure those answers are coming.
2: Marvel never gives us all the information. Well, no, you want. of
0: course not. That's that's how they keep getting my ass in the seat. So, mm-hmm. bastards. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, so Black Widow will be the first movie of Phase Four. Please,
3: I'm so excited.
0: Yes. Can it
3: just come out this weekend,
0: right? <laughs> uh, and then it will be followed by. Sorry, I had this a second ago. It's either going to be followed by Thor Love and Thunder or Doctor Strange in the uh, Multiverse of Madness. You're excited for one, Lucy. Yeah. I'm excited for the other. <laughs> uh, let's talk about it. So, Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, they announced they're bringing back Taika Waititi to write and direct from Thor Ragnarok. Because, what, of course. Because, well, yeah. Yeah. It worked. So when you changed up the character <laughs> and all of that with the tone of the Thor movies in Ragnarok, you got the best Thor movie. Yeah.
1: Because yeah.
0: that's not a character that I, I take super seriously, which you kind of got that Shakespearean vibe with the first two. Yeah. And now they just went totally different, and I'm okay with it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But then they made the big announcement that they're bringing back Jane Foster. And Jane Foster I didn't be, think it was ever going to happen. I didn't yeah, either. Like,
2: I didn't think they could get Natalie Portman back.
0: No. Uh, which they managed to pull it off for uh, for Endgame, which was great. <laughs> Apparently they had discussions then because that's, you know, they made the announcement. Not only is she coming back as Jane Foster, she will become the female Thor, which is something that we see in the comics. So, cue the crying man babies. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for it. Lucy? I'm
3: very excited. The name for the new Thor movie is just fantastic. When someone, when I found out about it at work because one of the girl's dads was like watching all of it happen mm-hmm. while we were working, and he sent her the list of all the new stuff. Right. And she read that one off and I was like, that, I'm most excited for that one. <laughs> that is a kick-ass name. I love that.
0: Yeah. And
3: um. only Thor, obviously.
0: Yeah, well, to be well, right. And so that ties into the other thing. So we're getting a female Thor. Chris Hemsworth is still back. Mm-hmm. He'll still be Thor. But... Jane's going to become the new god, goddess of thunder. Mm-hmm. Valkyrie's back. So she'll be the new king or queen, however you want to look at it. Uh, according to Tessa Thompson, though, the that, that she's because she's the new king of, of Asgard, new Asgard, mm-hmm. she'll be looking for her queen. So there you go. So you have love yeah. because of that, and you have thunder yeah. because of Jane Foster. Mm-hmm. Um, very Making her the first MCU character, major MCU character. Yes. To be part of the LGBTQ community, yes. I know that's incredibly important to you, Lucy. It's
3: very exciting. I like when she came on screen in Ragnarok, mm-hmm. and well, one obviously she gives off big gay energy. <laughs> but then they show like her in the flashback to fin- like watching that one girl die, mm-hmm. and everyone was like, "Oh, that's her girlfriend." Yeah. Yes, I'm like, so <laughs> glad they right. confirmed that she's bi. Because it's just perfect and happy. Because they're like, "Oh, we're gonna have a gay character in Endgame," and then it was
2: like, it was the one scene, I was yeah. like one dude that just happens to say, "My husband," blah blah blah. I was like, okay, That's well, let's it. calm but she, down.
0: But you know the great thing about that little scene, like I like that they just didn't like make a big deal yes. about it, yeah. And that Steve Rogers doesn't even flinch, mm-hmm. even though he's a man out of time.
2: Yeah. No, there's and, been there's been a lot of people who've discussed. Yeah. What Brooklyn, Brooklyn was like in the era that Steve Rogers would have grown up in. Everyone's like, oh, he's from World War II. He wouldn't be about all this gay, lesbian. Uh, apparently, there was a lot of, there's a big drag community in Brooklyn yeah. in like the 30s and 40s. Yeah. Right. So everyone's like, he would have been surrounded mm-hmm. by gay men and drag queens and blah, blah, blah. So of course, he's going to come here and be like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Everyone's accepted it.
0: Let's say you, Crystal. You just here so you don't get fired. I'm just here.
4: I'm
2: just
0: here. <laughs> you just showed, you said, there's wine to be had. I'm going to stick around. Pretty out.
4: much. I mean.
2: <laughs> She's here for the next episode, not this one.
4: Uh, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm listening to all of it because I, I think it's interesting that you brought up the time period that Steve Rogers grew up because to me, that really speaks volumes to like, it just depends on where you grew
1: up. Yeah. Kind of
4: determines your tolerance, and the fact that Marvel is making an honest to God attempt to Mm -hmm. be inclusive
1: is
2: just fabulous. Yeah, Yeah. because people tend to look at history and they look at what was mainstream as that's everything that was going on in the world. I'm like, people, well, there was no gay people until the 80s, and it's like, "Mm, no, they just had to hide. Just because you're not aware of it does not mean it didn't exist.
4: you know going back to like lady thor i think it's great that we're having basically a new character like she Mm -hmm. wasn't she was in the original you know thor movies but not as a superhero and you know we're essentially creating a new character which i think is really exciting and the fact that we're getting a very strong at least what i hope is very strong female lead yeah, is exciting because I think the Marvel Universe is predominantly male dominated, <laughs> yes, very much so. Um, and what that, no, yeah, <laughs> I know that shocks a lot of people. But <laughs> the fact that we're getting you know a Black Widow movie and you yeah. know a new female lead like, it's really exciting for women as well, well you yes. so. know this like, to the Marvel. There's,
2: flag. there's that whole scene in Endgame where like all the women of the MCU have to come like save the day, and you look at them and you're like, background character, side character, okay. sidekick, love interest, like none of them have like starred in their own movie. Even Black Widow, mm-hmm. who was an OG Avenger, is just now getting her own movie in Phase Four. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: after her character's already died. dead. Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, like,
4: we've been trying we've been wanting Black Widow movies since she originally came out. Oh like, yeah. We've yeah. been talking about it and it's finally we're getting it, but
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and part of the issue is so like that's one of the things I saw on Twitter this weekend. It's like, well, why are they just now deciding to do all this, you know, putting more females in leads and whatnot? Everybody forgets that at one point in time. Kevin Feige did not have complete control over yep. the film side of, of Marvel Studios. I was going to say that. It was actually divided up between him and Ike Perlmutter, who is a, a conservative, which that's
2: fine. He you say Perlmutter, divided up. Perlmutter had complete control over the purse strings, therefore, he had complete control much. over everything. Right, fair <laughs>
0: enough. So, Perlmutter did not think that. Uh, people of color in the leads would sell. He did not think that female leads would sell. And so therefore, that's why you didn't get a Captain Marvel movie or a Black Widow movie or Gamora and, you know, whoever before, you know, this yeah. past year. Yeah. And that's because Pearl Mutter did not want to spend the money on it because he didn't think it would sell, um, which, of course, caused a lot of issues. Now, that's, he's also part of the reason that Avengers Age of Ultron is not nearly as good as it should have been. Uh, because he kept pulling all the strings. Iron Man three, the main villain wasn't going to be Guy Pierce. It was actually going to be I think her name's Rebecca Hall uh, that played um, the female in that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, she was supposed oh. to be the villain.
1: Oh,
0: and I didn't so, know that. Exactly. Yeah, but they said no. He said no. We're not going to do that because we're not going to make an action figure for it because nobody will buy it because it's marketed towards boys. Blah blah blah. And then they didn't even wind up making. Apparently, we don't Guy exist
2: Pierce. as MCU fans.
0: No. No, you don't. So, um, yeah, so so that's what happened. So when Kevin Feige finally went to Alan Horn, who's the head of Disney, and said, I can't work with this asshole because of this. <laughs> we need to change things. Otherwise, your your Marvel franchise that you have just bought
1: yeah.
0: is not going to succeed for very long because you need yeah. to start being inclusive of everybody. And that's what happened.
2: <laughs> Nothing but white dude heroes is only going to sell for so long before exactly. people start getting fed
0: up. Exactly, and now you can tell that Feige's influence. One, we've gotten better films since then.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes. Um Not saying that Winter Soldier was bad because that was the best of the Phase Two.
1: That
0: mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. But I'd say Winter Soldier is still my favorite MCU movie, and yeah. it's great. No, it's I I can't argue that. Like, well, we've had that. Discussion. <laughs> Uh, but, but it, it, you can tell there's a difference.
2: It kind of is further backed up by when everyone was talking about who's going to take over the shield from Steve. Mm-hmm. Like I kept saying, I'm cool with it being Falcon. Like I love Falcon. That's fine. Yeah. I was like, but I feel like all signs are pointing to Bucky. Yeah. And I didn't know anything about Promoter at the time. Yeah. I was like, they've been laying it out for Bucky to take it, but it makes sense to me. Yeah. And so when they gave it to to Falcon, I was like, oh, okay, well, that's out of left field to me, but I'm still cool with it. I think he's awesome. Yeah. I think he deserves it. No big deal. Yeah. But hearing about Perlmutter, I'm like, well, they probably right. were setting it up for Bucky, because Bucky's yeah. the white dude. Of course, they're going to want he's going to want to
0: give it to him. Right. So, I'm sure if Perlmutter had his way, he, they just wouldn't have killed Tony Stark and retired Steve Rogers. They just would have recast him. Probably. Yeah. Two new white dudes. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, yeah. Which would have
0: caused a oh, freaking riot. Oh,
2: absolutely. People would have been mm-hmm. so pissed. Yeah. Because I don't know a single person that would prefer to see Steve Rogers recast than what we got. Right. Or yeah. to see Iron Man
0: recast. Yeah.
4: Then yeah. to I mean, let him... It's too late to recast anybody. You know who they are. Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, at this point you're better off introducing... Doing what the comic books do and introducing a new character to fill that void. Just move on to that the that next episode.
2: character, not the
0: next actor. Right. So... Um, I for one, I'm excited to see what Falcon does as Captain America, because you know. I'm excited to, to see
2: that. how yeah. the public within MCU reacts. Yeah, and I feel like some to, of that's him taking, to him taking to him taking over because,
0: because the story's so topical. Yeah. yeah. So because um, we've got a lot of people he's that are. Well, no, 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 no. Well, it is topical. I mean, yeah. Everybody's everybody's got an opinion on you know I, having having a, a black Captain America or an Indian James Bond or whatever. I want to see Bucky ready to like fight Just, some
2: people over right. their reactions to it. Yes. Yeah. Just be like, no, this is Captain America, F you. Well, right. Yeah. If
3: they're going to cover that in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Is it going to take place? It has to take I'm place.
4: I'm hoping they make there. it yeah, like a very like that. millisecond, yeah, that's Captain America, and they leave it at that because I feel like that would be like, okay. Like, it well, is what it is. We're gonna accept it because that's where I do. want
2: it to be similar to that scene in the first Avengers where Steve is like giving direction to the NYPD cops, and the dude's like, "Why should I listen to you?" And then he like fights off some aliens, and he's like, "Okay, got it. Yeah. Move on." Like, I feel that'd like that's be that'd be a great little yeah. Easter egg in there. Yeah,
0: yeah. That'd be Well, and then as far as what Falcon Wonder Soldier is going to cover is part of the the synopsis for the show is that they are going to get into Falcon adjusting to the new status quo okay. of being Cap, but to the point where even the logo actually uses Cap shield as part of it. Oh,
3: mm-hmm. I not
1: looked
0: at the logo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, yeah, uh, yeah. it looks great. Um, I'll pull it up for you in just a second. Okay. but uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: but I just want to see Bucky and him have the the typical like brotherly type relationship where they sit there and they bicker and they're always like butting heads. But the second anyone tries to come after him, like you're not Captain, yes he is. Like <laughs> <laughs> immediately turn on him and defend him.
0: Yeah, there's the logo. Oh, that looks dope. Right, I'm very, I'm on board with that. of of yeah. the the new show logos. That's the one I I think looks mm-hmm. the most like the character. Yeah, yeah. maybe Loki's next, but uh, it's the one that I'm sitting. On. God, that looks dope. I would like to see that on a poster, you know? I know, um, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's that's where we're at, and so that's why it's taken so long to get a Black Widow movie, but it's finally here. It's, we're getting, you know, everything else. So the next thing that was announced, enna- well, the very first thing that was actually announced was the cast of the Eternals movie. Mm-hmm. Um, again, not a set of characters I'm familiar with, but <laughs> I wasn't familiar with Guardians of the Galaxy either. Um, but we did get confirmed. We're getting Salma Hayek. Angelina Jolie is the lead. Uh, Richard. Um, Madden. Richard Madden. Uh, you're getting phone calls. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> Voice mail. Um So, yeah, Richard Madden's in it. Kumail Maljiani is in it, which Ooh. I'm excited about. I'm hoping that he's I in it. I hadn't
2: that. heard that name. Huh? I hadn't heard that name. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's in it. So and I'm, I'm hoping that he'll actually get to play a little more <laughs> serious. They'll probably provide some comic relief. Yeah. But I'm hoping he gets to play a little more serious with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, who was the other one I saw? I that might have been the only ones. Um, that's an exciting cast, though. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. the ones that we named off. Um, I, know, I, I There is one aspect of it that I kind of wonder about. So, like, the Eternals are were created by, uh, not Ego, but Ego. I can't remember. I'm so totally brain farting. But uh, the Celestials. Oh yeah. yeah so, yeah. so they're created by the Celestials, but there, there are Genesis, The Deviants were also created by the Celestials. Uh, in the comics, Thanos was also one of the Eternals. Huh. Oh. And I'm kind of wondering if they're going to keep that in this continuity, just to tie it back to Endgame and yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Like I'm ready to move on from Thanos, but little things like that, I'm always interested to see.
2: see their doing. reaction. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. To so, what happened. Right. Because you always pick up with, you know, open with the movie. The, yeah. Some of them coming back going, like, he got the stones. Like, how do you get the stones? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, no, it, like I said, I'm just excited about the cast itself. Whatever Marvel decides to do with it, I'm probably going to be okay with, just because I'm not familiar with the characters. Mm-hmm. As long as it's a good movie, it's a good movie. And in Kevin Feige, I trust at this point.
1: Yeah.
0: It's so, true. Um, So, yeah, so there was that one. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Oh, uh, our first Asian lead film is coming this time. Mm -hmm. They had announced it a while back, but Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, I think is what it's called.
2: Yeah. And we get to meet the actual Mandarin.
0: Yes. I'm hoping that is just the racist character it used to be.
2: Who is apparently not pleased.
0: Yeah. should be. Someone. No.
2: Impersonating him.
0: Right. Like, that's going to be kind of interesting to see, too. So Simu Liu, I think, is his name? Simu Liu? I can't can't, remember. S-I-M-U-L-I-U is his name. Yeah. Um, That's how I'm pronouncing it right now. But uh, he's been cast as Shang-Chi. I know nothing about the guy. Yeah. Still Mm -hmm. pretty exciting.
2: As long as it's an actual Asian cast.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure it will be. So, all right, we're coming up on a break real quick. Uh, we'll be right back. When we come back, we're going to be talking more about the Marvel Phase 4 announcements, plus some of the stuff they announced for Phase 5, mm-hmm. because it can't all fit into one. So, yeah. we will be right back. We oh. <laughs> talked last week. All right, guys, we're back. So... Uh, all right, so we were just talking about Shang-Chi. Hopefully it's an all-Asian <laughs> cast, or predominantly Asian cast. I feel mm-hmm. like it probably will be. Yeah. Um Especially it, with the... the now that Kevin right.
2: Feige has the complete reigns,
0: I yeah. trust him. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, because, like, again, another character I know nothing about, but in Feige I trust. Yeah. I mean, they've proven them. They've they proven <laughs> that they could... Make us love a friggin' talking raccoon and a, yeah. a walking tree. <laughs> like, I, I trust him to handle an handle, uh, Asian superhero. So, yes. um, and hopefully better than what we got with uh, uh, Netflix's Iron Fist series. Ouch. Don't, don't bother. It was not good. It was the only of the, Mar- uh, the Marvel Netflix stuff. It's the only one I barely finished season one of and did not go back. Um,
2: gotcha. yeah. I, I, He should be likable, like he should be incredibly likable, and he's just yeah. He's just whiny and annoying. Yeah.
0: So, all right. So, so yeah. That's Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. All right. We covered Black Widow, so let's go. And then we, yeah, we talked about Thor: Eleven Thunder. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's go back to what I want to talk about. So my second favorite Marvel hero, Doctor Strange, is getting a sequel. Up to three minute voicemail. Damn. (laughs) I yeah. <laughs> really want to talk to you. Uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. First off, cool-ass title. Yes. yes. Like, that exactly. was like, like, yes. So, obviously, Benedict Cumberbatch is back. Scott Derrickson's back to, to direct. Bringing back the entire crew. I assume Benedict Long's back as well. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen is joining the cast as Scarlet Witch. Hmm. Hell yeah.
3: Absolutely. So, oh
0: that's why you have to watch WandaVision... When it comes to okay. Disney+. Plus, So, there's it. things... Yeah. So, because she's got the reality warping powers. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you're going in the multiverse, who else would you want in your corner? Besides the, the yeah. Sorcerer Supreme and Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited. That sounds cool. I didn't uh,
3: know she was going to be in
0: it. Yes, she that is definitely awesome. in So, uh, not only that, Scott Derrickson said that if we're going to do a sequel, I want to lean more into the gothic horror elements of the original Doctor Strange comics. Yes. Which that's is making... Awesome. Effectively making this the potential first Marvel horror film. I'm excited about that project. It's like going to, to be PG-13. Ooh, yeah, yeah. there's so, not many that
4: I would watch, but I would watch. Right,
0: <laughs> yeah. like it's going to be a blast. Uh, I really hope they bring back Baron Mordo because I want to see what Chuelo Edifier does as 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 Mordo as the bad guy this go around. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
0: because uh, he's got the chops for it. Yeah, um, yeah. Really excited about what that potentially means. Because now we... So they teased us in the trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home with multiverse.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. And then,
0: of course, wound up... Again, if you're listening (laughs) and you haven't watched Spider-Man Far From Home, sorry. Uh, And then
2: they pulled a psych.
0: They pulled a psych. In a con artist movie, which is respectively what that was. Yes. it's, It's acceptable. Yes. But... Yeah, yeah, teased it. Now I'm going, but I want it. I want. It, I want to be able to go see other versions of these characters. It's the me
1: now.
0: now. So we're finally we're getting something to that effect. Honestly, if they drop Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch into the Marvel zombie universe, I probably should have break.
1: Cool. <laughs> that would be
0: so cool. Uh, get to see undead Tony Stark and and Steve Rogers coming at them. How awesome would that be? Right.
3: We kind of saw zombie Tony Stark. So oh, a little, little, bit. little bit, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, but almost
0: almost full fledged. Let let yeah. let those two guys come back for a cameo in full zombie makeup, just for kicks and giggles. That'd be
2: cool. You know yeah. they'd do it.
0: Oh, I know they would. I know they would. Uh, and of course, playing with the multiverse of madness idea, they've been looking for ways to bring in Deadpool to the Avengers universe. Please. That's the perfect way to do it.
1: Please.
0: Like doing it, <laughs> even if you do it just at the very end as a post credit sequence. Like, I'm okay with that. So, uh, yeah, really exciting stuff. So excited. So, yeah. That's pretty much all of Phase Mm 4. So, we didn't even get to what else they were talking about doing. So... We know they're doing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Mm -hmm. which apparently won't be until Phase 5 now, but that's because of James Gunn's issues and shooting the the new Suicide Squad movie for Warner Brothers.
2: And it also takes place after the next Thor, right?
0: It does take place after the next Thor. so We're going to
2: find out what happens with Thor. Right.
0: So I kind of wonder if Thor Love and Thunder is going to open with him getting into shenanigans with Rocket and the gang.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, I would hope so, just mm-hmm. because I feel like you need to. And then, okay, we need to dump him off because he's friggin' liability. Oh, yeah.
3: And then I feel like Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pratt together, both of those characters for an entire movie.
0: Just drive just, everybody nuts.
3: Yes. It, them together for that long. Yeah. I think just being in a pissing contest, the whole movie would get tiring.
0: Yeah. You know what they could do is just open the movie with them in a drinking contest that breaks out into a fist fight that just – Wrenches over to the rocket just going, what did I do yeah. to deserve this? <laughs> get him out of here. Throw him off the ship back on Earth. Mm-hmm. Send him back to New Asgard, and then we can get the movie started proper. Yes. Oh, that's all i would Yeah, so.
3: definitely. What do you think? I'd be up for
0: that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So I just keep thinking about, I was watching um, Ink Master. Mm-hmm. Kelsey Pleasure. And they were getting in a fight, and this one dude said something about I don't want to keep getting in this dick measuring contest, and this girl replies, "Well, well, then stop pulling out your dick." <laughs> and I was just like, "That's that's the two curses," and Gary's like, "I see the two in the same ship." I could just feel like the rest of them is going to be like, "Just stop it!"
0: Right? Exactly. Uh, if it gives us the opportunity for more Dave Batista to sit there and provide commentary, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, It'd
3: be good for like. An hour. And then I'd be like, okay, guys, come on. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Do something else. Yeah. It was good for the little bit we got, but I don't really want any more of
0: it. Yes. yes. Yeah. Exactly. Like I said, open the movie with it, let it break out into the actual fist fight we all want, and then get rid of the Guardians for the rest of the movie.
1: Mm-hmm. And then we
0: can pick up as normal when we get to the Volume 3. Yeah. So, because in Volume 3, they're going to be exploring new Gamoras, alternate timeline Gamoras, yeah. new life. Which means mm-hmm. I'll also have to explore what's happened to Nebula since she yeah. offed her old self. In mm-hmm. um, because the time travel rules, to me, don't make a whole lot of sense. But yeah. But make just enough sense, and I'm like, I can live with I've it. I've had I lots of discussions
2: with people about work, arguing about the yeah. rules of time travel and what what fits, what yeah. doesn't. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah.
2: It, Which... I feel like they make up their own rules to fit what they want to
0: do. Which well, is frustrating. Hey, guess what? That's what comic books do. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so,
2: but they're not applied consistently.
0: Again, that's what comic books do. It's half the fun. So, all right. So yeah, so that's going to be guardians of the galaxy volume three, mm-hmm. 11, Th- Thor 11 Thunder, so We know where they're taking place. Um, the big surprise announcement, because the, all right, we'll get to the big surprise announcement here at the end. Um, but, because I'm, like, excited to talk about it, but I'm like, that's Jeez. what they talk about at the end. But, so they did announce that as part of Phase 5, at the very least, that Captain Marvel 2 is coming, Black Panther 2 is coming, mm-hmm. uh, and then, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Line 3. Um, I'm kind of curious to see what they're going to do with those other two films. Black Panther, he's going to have to restore status quo to his country. Yes. But by the time we get to that point, it'll have already been several years since the events of Endgame. Or at least I assume so. Since Endgame takes place in 2023, they'll be catching up right about that time.
2: I mean, they they kind of pick and choose where in the timeline the movies take place. So just because it's yeah. coming out later doesn't mean it takes place later.
0: Right. Well, like I said, though.
2: There's, there's so many different movies and franchises and whatnot that you have to cover the aftermath of Endgame and everything, but you can't get to everything within the next phase. So right. it could yeah. be that we just don't see Black Panther through all of Phase 4. Right. And then we pick up with him in Phase 5 immediately yeah. after Endgame. It's like, okay, now we've told these stories. Now he has these other characters right. that are also trying to pick up to pieces from right. Endgame.
0: Yeah. For me, I'm just, I'm, I'm presuming, like I said, because...
2: And also what happened to Wakanda in those five yeah. years. Right. They, they, had no, they, had, they had no king. They didn't have his sister. Like, yes. There's so many people yeah. missing. Like How does Wakanda even function in those five years?
0: Right. That's where I think, why, why I say that by the time we get to Black Panther 2, it'll be roughly 2023, which is in timeline of the movies. If they stay sense. with the
2: timeline, like if I, I said. If they stay with the yeah.
0: timeline like that, correct. But that would be a perfect opportunity for them to show what happens to an entire country when its government is gone. Especially yeah. one that's been as secretive for so many years as Wakanda. Mm-hmm. That premise... Yeah. I guess Go they did still cool. have Okoye. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Did. But Okoye can't... She can't take care of her country by herself. No. I
0: no. So, like, I, I want to see that if that's what they're going to yeah. do. If they're not going to do that, well, just give me another entertaining story yeah. with more more social...
2: Well, story. you got to think that now that they've announced themselves to the world and then he disappeared... Yeah, there's gonna be all sorts of people that are gonna want to oh, yeah. try to take over, yeah. try to go in and, and take right. what they want, and the Black Panther's not there to defend them. Yeah, so so you know some bad stuff went down in those five years.
0: Well, absolutely. So yeah, so that'll be that'll be Black Panther two, which like I so said, we don't have a release date on yet. It's presuming everybody's back for it, Ryan Coogler included. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, mean, we, he's I think I would think so. Kind of script, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that'll be that Captain Marvel two. We can already pick up wherever, or we can just go and tell another story about what was happening while in that 20-year yeah. span between yeah. the first one and Endgame.
2: Or sure. 25,
0: however long it's been.
2: What happened in the five years that she was trying to take care of the entire universe. Right.
0: Yeah, there's so much potential to see what they're going to do there. Um, and like I, said, I don't know what their overarching story is going to be. But that would be a good time for them to introduce Galactus. So... Yeah. Which then ties into the next announcement that was made, which is obviously Disney bought Fox this year. Mm -hmm. They now have the rights back to the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. Why not get all those characters back? So they did announce that they are working on a Fantastic Four film and an X Men film somewhere in Phase one, Phase Five.
2: Which this is where I admit I've never seen a single Fantastic Four film. Oh, the Fantastic and Four
3: is the first movie, first superhero
2: movie I ever saw. I'm tem- I, I'm torn between wanting to go back and watch the existing ones and wanting to just wait for the MCU to do it.
0: I would say if you're because I've heard uh-huh.
2: so many conflicting things about the existing movies.
0: So the first two are fun. They're family. Yeah. Movies. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. they're fun. They're not great. You know, they. If you're you'll watch it for Chris Evans.
2: mean so, okay, it's Chris you know. Evans when I still hated Chris Evans. Right. And he's Which very is, much that we Chris Weird to think about now.
0: Right. But because, there was
2: a point in time that I hated Chris Evans. Yeah, he's very
0: much that Chris Evans at that time. So yeah.
2: um because he came off as such a douchebag right.
0: in those days. My favorite thing about those two movies though is still uh Michael Chiklis says the thing. Uh Ben Graham. Like he because he, he nails it perfectly. Mm. I didn't see the the most recent iteration of the film. The I didn't characters. see
3: the new ones either. Mm-hmm. I saw the ones with Chris Evans. And can they please bring him back? Is that, I think <laughs> that would <laughs> be funny. Right. If they just brought back Chris He's Evans. just an
0: old, a, older nah.
2: generation. So they kind of look
3: like Captain America. Like,
2: no, I don't. Yeah. I'm talking about it. No, I'm not.
0: Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see where they go with that. Um, Just because, like I said, they now have all the possibilities. And, like I said, they're trying to figure out how to introduce Deadpool Deadpool into the MCU. Which will be really easy because he's already proven he's not afraid to break the fourth wall, which he shouldn't because he's Deadpool. If you ask me how to bring Deadpool in, do it in Spider-Man 3. Yes. Um, Just for kicks and giggles. Especially if they go with the idea of Kraven the Hunter being the one trying to track down Peter Parker, uh, which would be a cool idea. Kraven the Hunter, Tricia, is... uh, because so you're looking at me like, oh yeah, that sounds cool. Uh-huh, That's sure. Movie. What do you say? So, Craven the Hunter is basically. i the resident uh,
2: non-comic
0: book reader. Right. He's a. Uh, uh, I want to say Russian. It's been a while since I've read the comics, but so basically, he's uh, he goes out hunting the biggest, deadliest game he can. What oh. bigger? What bigger and deadlier thing that can you go catch than the Spider-Man of New York City? Especially so, now that you know who
2: he is, right?
0: And, you know, now he's a 16-year-old boy, like, then you get into a lot of conflict there as well with the moral aspect of it. But if he's Russian, he won't care. <laughs> Must catch a game. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think that would actually be a cool idea. Or, introducing the Sinister Six and make him a part of it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because you've already got most of them there, because you've already got one Mysterio, which we haven't confirmed he's dead.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You've got uh, Vulture's already in there. They confirmed Scorpion's in there because Matt Gargan was in Homecoming, and he wants Spider-Man. And the question becomes, though, is how how does Vulture react to all this? Because he wouldn't tell Gargan who who P- Peter Parker really was. So, does he become friend or foe to Spider-Man? I don't care. Just bring back Michael Keaton at this point. That's yeah. all I'm asking for. Riker, are you trying to interrupt the show, buddy?
2: He just doesn't mind. He's trying to make sure he didn't pull my mic off.
0: Fair enough. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, there's a lot of exciting prospects there depending on where they decide to go. Yeah. So, but now we get to what else is coming in phase five. And this was the big surprise announcement. We have a new blade. Wesley Snipes is not coming back. They did not bring him back. Apparently, he's okay with it. I'll read his statement in a little bit. Mahershala Ali. Ali. Two-time Academy Award winner is going to be the day-walking Vampire Hunter.
2: Not just that, but Mahershala Ali w- came up to them and said, this is what we're going to do. And they just said, "Why
0: well, He pitched okay. this movie, and they said, okay,
2: we're in. Because what else do you do when Mahershala Ali comes up to you and says, right. I'm going to do this. You say, okay.
0: Right. Done. I, I, and that's the thing. is like, you know, say what you will about a lot of these Marvel films. <laughs> The talent that they're attracting is just impressive. To the point where Mahershal Ali walks through the door and says, I want to be Blade. And Kevin Feige goes, Let's talk about it. (laughs) You know? Um, But yeah, so of course, everybody that's an old school Blade fan, which I I watched those movies when I was a teenager and I thought they were great. Um, Well, mostly. Uh, By the way, that reminds me, I think this makes three or four characters that are comic book characters that Ryan Reynolds played in the blade movies on over because he plays Hannibal King and blade Trinity. So did you ever see blade Trinity, Tricia? No. No? no. Oh, you're missing out. It's great. It's got one of my favorite insults of all time. And I'm not going to repeat it because my grandmother's definitely listening this week. <laughs> uh, but I'll tell you after we get off the air. Um, anyway. Uh, so yeah, so he was in that Of course he played Deadpool. Well, he played Wade Wilson in the botched Wolverine movie played the Green Lantern and then of course mm-hmm. came back and played Deadpool for real this time. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's one other one he's gotten himself into and I can't remember what it was. But anyway, I know. So yeah, so that was that was our introduction to getting Ryan Reynolds as a superhero character uh, as those Blade films. So if you get the chance, you should definitely check them out. Blade 2 is my favorite. It's directed by Guillermo del Toro. That should, um, nice. should be yeah. for you to go see it. Um, anyway, but yeah, so martial Ali then is Blade. That's just inspired casting. So, Everybody's asking, what does Wesley Snipes think? Because so, a lot of people wanted him to come back. Um, and apparently as far back as 2015 had been in discussions to reprise the character. So, Most actors don't want to go backwards, though. He's also 56. So not that he looks bad for his age, no. but uh, I also read something about him last night that just made me cringe. I know it's been almost 20 years, but uh, apparently he, uh, he hit Halle Berry so hard that he caused her to go death in one ear, like 80% deaf. Like that, was, like, that just made me just disrespect uh, Wesley Snipes altogether. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really glad that they, they discontinued those talks, not just because of that, but a lot of other factors as well. But that one, just, anyway. Uh, everybody want to know what he thought. And so he said, to all the Daywalkers losing their minds right now, chillax. <laughs> Although the news comes as a surprise, it's all good. Such is the business of entertainment. Much peace to the MCU crew, always a fan. Uh, honor and respect to the Grandmaster Stan. Congratulations and salam to Mahershal Ali and a beautiful and talented artist whose expressions I look forward to experiencing for many years to come. Inshallah, uh, we will someday work together. Uh, most importantly to my loyal fans, the incredible outpouring of love is overwhelming. I'm grateful for the never-ending support, so nah fret, nah worry. It's not the end of this story. Welcome to the Daywalker Click. So I, nice. I didn't I did, even after what I read last night, which I just stumbled upon across Reddit last night. And I had no idea. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I thought that was a very classy response on his part.
2: You, you can't have the same actor play a character forever. There yeah. comes a time where it needs to be handed off to someone.
0: Else. Unless your name is J. Jonah Jameson, then you need <laughs> J.K. Simmons. So we will freeze that man and bring him back whenever we need a J. Jonah Jameson because there is nobody else.
2: But like, There's going to come a time where someone's going to want to do something again, reboot right. something, oh, do it a different way, and someone else is going to have to play an iconic role. There will come a time, sadly, well, there will be another Steve Rogers, and yes. it's not going to be Chris Evans. No. Well, there's, I mean, it, it's going to happen. And by
0: that point, it will also be too late to get John Krasinski. <laughs> but that's okay, because he's going to play Mr. Fantastic. I'm calling it right now on this show. If it doesn't happen... He's I too busy
2: being you. a spy anyway.
0: He's got time to stretch out. Get it? Stretch out, Mr. Fantastic. Uh, All right. That's enough. And that's what you get to put up with. Uh, All right. Did I have anything else for this week? He's also too busy directing people to be quiet. All right. Um, All right. So, yeah. So that's it. That's our, our Marvel SDCC recap show. I can't remember if there was anything else big that they announced.
2: No, Marvel but wise. I want to know what they're doing with X-Men. I do too. I want to know what they're doing with New Mutants.
0: Uh, oh, God. I didn't think about that.
2: They have a completed movie. That, you know what? It had trailers. <laughs> yeah. It had posters. It had marketing. And they just stuck it on a show. And they're have, pretending it doesn't exist.
0: I had a wild thought. They've got a completed film. You're correct. Mm-hmm. They haven't done reshoots yet. Part of them, but it's probably because of the merger. Could it be that they're planning to use New Mutants to introduce the X-Men to the MCU? I
2: hope so. That'd
0: be cool. Like, because
2: to do it. I remember watching the trailer for it and I actually thought it looked really good and I wanted yeah. to watch it. Mm-hmm. And like, it wasn't something that I was super into until they kept shoving it and putting it off and ignoring oh. it. And then after a while I'm like, just release the movie. Right. Just let us watch the movie. Now it's just becoming the principal of the thing. You're right.
0: Just release the damn thing. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, yeah, that is, no. When you said that, I totally forgot about it. But now I'm sitting here thinking about it. The gears are turning, and I'm going. I did steal a new Mutants poster from work. Good call. I wonder how much that's worth right
2: now. Right now, probably not a whole lot. But if they end up not releasing it and yeah. just oh, okay. reshooting everything X-Men.
0: I'll do some research. I'll let you know.
2: I will sell it at Comic-Con to that dude.
0: Hell yeah.
2: Yes. I bet it'll be worth some money. Oh, probably.
0: <laughs> So, um, One yeah, day. yeah, so that's it for our Marvel San Diego Comic Con recap show. Um, like I said, if uh, well, first off, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at My Drunk Movie Theater on, on Facebook, at Drunk underscore Theater on Twitter. Um, uh, hit the subscribe button, follow us there. Uh, if you listen to this show and you want to hear some stuff that's not Marvel related, we've got another show that's out this week. Go ahead and click on it and you can listen to that as well because we're talking. On that one, uh, let me check my show notes. Uh, we've got to talk on that one about the King's Man trailer, uh, the Cats trailer, get Chapter yeah. 2, um, the back-to-back Halloween sequels, and my personal favorite topic, the potential rumored new 007 and Bond 25. So uh, we're also going to talk about the Lion King uh, review in box office as well. So stick around. Lucy, thanks for joining us on this week's show and for the next show. So. Uh, Crystal, thank you for being here. You didn't say much, but that's okay. <laughs> you just came here for the wine, so. <laughs> I- <laughs> so, uh, with that being said, this has been My Drunk Movie Theater. I'm Kyle Sutton.
2: I'm Trisha Campbell. Have a good day.